But then again, who asked me? Alrighty, hello and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. Welcome back to the first episode in a while. I am joined with someone that I hold in very, very high regard, Miss Taria Faison. Hi, Thel, how are you? You know oh, I love you. I love you too. I am so good. I'm so happy. When I said I need to record an episode, I said, let me grab this phone and talk to Taria because I know. I know we are going to be able to have the conversations that people don't want to have and the ones that some people do want to have but haven't heard yet because everyone's trying to dance around some feelings. <laughs> and can I say that I respect you because you hear me out. I hear you out. We are both uh, Black women and we're able to see different sides of an issue and come together. Um, you are my intro back into, because, into the podcasting world because by accident, I guess, I took a break like four weeks mm -hmm. off and I know what it was from. I'm going to be up straight knots because I was get ready to cuss everybody out that didn't look like me, point blank, period. And some of the ones that did look like me, but maybe for one reason or the other, they were house niggas before. And so, oh, I'm sorry, I dropped the N word. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. That's Girl, because I am so, I said, nah, y'all don't really want it from me. So let me just go ahead and back oh. up. So to get into it, to jump into it, first of all, we are here today. I want to talk about how social media has changed and shaped the way we watch reality TV because I have, like you just said, you've taken a break from podcasting. I've been taking a break from podcasting. Mine is a culmination of things. One is what you said. Two, I've had some big life events. I was just telling Taria, I got fired. We can't get too much into that. Um, and then I've got since gotten a new job and I have an exit interview for that one today because it's not working out. <laughs> so I just have some really big life changes going on. But in watching the shows, a lot of times I was just getting irritated and it started with Summer House. So we are going to get into our topic at hand. But before we hit record, Taria and I were having a really good conversation and I wanted to make sure we got it. So when it comes to Summer House, we had a really big season and a mm -hmm. lot of dynamics I, that I feel like have been building and building come to a full circle. Mm -hmm. And I feel like come to a head to where I'm like, where do we go from here? Because some of the faves, even that I favor, have changed in my mind. Like for me personally, Amanda, I... I think Kyle acts an ass. I really do. But I feel like this season, I was kind of like something shifted to where I was like, now hold on. While, while I feel like he should have brought his ass home in that first episode, he should have brought mm -hmm. his ass home when your wife calling and answer the phone. On the flip hand, you can't be going and breaking people's stuff, Miss Mom. Girl. And if that would have been the other way around, people would have been calling him all types of abusive. A lot of the yep. things that she says yes to her friends I feel like your friends are a safe space and I I agree with that so sometimes if I come to you I'm like girl this man finna get on my nerves right that's fine but for you Taria to go turn around and talk to somebody else about it that ain't cool it's not mm. and I've been said I have been said the way that her friends Amanda's friends Paige Sierra all them talk about Kyle is not okay and the way she no. allows it too nope whether I agree Absolutely with what Kyle not. does or not, that's, and I know that 
sometimes I'm like, okay, well, this is to make a show, but there's a line. There is a line. Like when all of them, and honestly, truly, all of this, all of the things, all of the moving parts that happened this season, I'm like, y'all are just throwing out daggers at this point. I am, if I'm going to argue, we need to stay on, on the subject. On subject. Okay. Because if so, I get off subject, y'all think Candace is something. Okay. I'm Hello? going to run through your family, your great grandmama, great granddaddy. I don't, I'm running through everything. Your man, your kids, your dog, your cat. Everything. So you better back up exactly. off me. Exactly. So for me, and you know what I know when I started to notice this, actually rewind. I never was a Giggly Squad person. Ever. I don't know why. Like, even I was like, they're okay. Because we knew. See, that's the thing, I think, that we recognize that we've both lived long enough as Black girls and then Black women with Black moms that taught us different things that they can do that we can't do. Mm -hmm. So when we recognize something that may not necessarily should be labeled as racist, because let me be very clear, y'all need to understand that term. Don't just throw out that term, and I'm saying this on a white person or a non-person of color because they don't agree with mm -hmm. a black person. Sometimes it's not racist, but sometimes it is. And I think we recognize there's something in there I don't like, and it feels too familiar. Exactly. So what I'm going to say is my thing with Paige, the, I will never forget the first thing that I ever heard her say when she came on Summer House was, I'm Paige. I'm from upstate New York. I'm from a very conservative family. Mm -hmm. And let me be clear, there's nothing wrong with being conservative, but the way Paige has shown her ignorance in some ways is that's my thing with her. Yeah. So, and she very much molds to whoever she's with. When she was with Perry, I remember I asked some of my friends, I said, why do you like, why do you love them so much? And she, my friend is very, very like, liberal leaning she was like well I got a lot of respect for them when they were doing holding fundraisers for Black Lives Matter during quarantine oh. and I'm a person that I'm like okay you could give the money all you want Thank you. but how do you act in your day-to-day -day when it comes to your Black friends now don't get me wrong if I ran in a social circle with Paige I could see where I would be like oh hey girl what's up Dude, right would I trust her thank Probably you not. that's I that's her to understand where I'm coming from? No, because she has shown me multiple times when um, I feel like Paige, microaggressiveness lives in her body. Yeah. And I feel like she's a person in same with kind of Amanda. And so let me get to this, the conversation. I know I spoke to you about it. The conversation they had about race in the Hamptons I know I was not moved by that. I was not moved at I all. And to see people say it was the best conversation. And I'm so what gets me is when non-black people are telling me, but it really was a good conversation. Don't tell me what was good when you've never been a black woman. I don't even care if you've been a woman of color. You don't know what it's like to be a black woman. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I've been going back and forth in my mind with Sierra because I do feel like I get I get both sides. So mm -hmm. I get it being the only black woman in the house. Yep. Um and not being like, I don't really know if anybody, I don't have anybody around me to have my back. However, me being where I'm at now, 30, okay, and 10 toes down in who I am, one, I would have never entered that house mm -hmm. in 2020. I'm just going to be, I'm going to be very honest. And I yeah. know it, you know, people be like, no, you got to take every opportunity that goes at you, blah, blah. No, you don't. 2020 was very, very rough for yeah. me. I, I know for me, and I know we've talked about it. I, I, yeah. There's no way I could have put myself 
in an all white space during the absolutely not I would have had a complete breakdown now I feel like Sierra more so had a shutdown yes because we didn't see too much of her no you know what I mean but But I heard her in an interview where she talked about it but she was taught to not sort of like how I was taught you don't really bring it up with them right right so she said she was taught that so we could see her shutting down her uncomfortability Mm -hmm. and just going along which is why you know I never saw it for Sierra uh then even though I could identify part of it probably was a trigger Mm-hmm. like speak up but again i'm 45 years old now right. so i'm I'm very different than i, mean, I was at 23 23 right. back then or something yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i get it i definitely get it however i think i've always kind of been the type of person that i'm like mm, i'm uncomfortable and it's not really fair for me to be uncomfortable and all y'all be comfortable <laughs> right. so uh you know that's just who i am even if it's i'm having a bad day i'm gonna let somebody know Okay. <laughs> if, they, if they caused it, if you have done something to, oh yeah, you're gonna it, know. I'm, you're gonna know. So I get that, but then at the same time, I do feel like when Maya came in, she was more like when Maya said something, Sierra latched on it, and I don't know if Maya needed, you know, that soft opening with Sierra because she knows these people a little bit better. But I do feel like I've heard more. I feel like Sierra jumped on Maya's, you know, topic, her subject mm-hmm. that was really hurting her because I saw it in Maya. Like I, mm-hmm. my heart really broke for her. I saw it. And then Sierra just kind of took it and ran with it. My problem with the conversation was where everybody else, I will say this, I could see uh, Andrea, uh, Lindsay, Danielle, I could, Amanda, Kyle, I could see them listening. Mm-hmm. I look at people's faces when I'm talking and when other people are talking, I could see them listening. Paige starts crying. Yeah. And then when she starts crying, Sierra is then comforting her. Because that's the automatic response. It's, and I'm I, like, it's, I feel like it's, it's almost ingrained in us to not make people uncomfortable. And I've had that happen before. I've been explaining my experience as a black woman to one of my white friends and she started crying and she was like, I'm really sorry. I don't know, but I'm not gonna lie. I didn't comfort her. I was like, it's fine. I was like, I'm just talking. She was like, no, I know, but I love you so much. And I can't, I said, I understand that you do, but we're talking about the full scope of things. Right. Life. And she's like, I know. She was like, I just can't believe we're still in this. I was like, but we are. And you understand that we are. She's like, yes, I do understand that we are. I just can't believe it. And I'm like, exactly. So that's, that's, that was my thing. As soon as Paige started crying, I was like, girl, you should have just stopped talking. Just didn't, you didn't have to stare at her. Yeah. Okay. But we know Paige has had, you know, comments and, things where she and she has said out loud I'm so terrified of being canceled and I've had conversations like this before Paige fan group and Stassi's fan group are the same they're the the same same. okay she's and I've listened to a podcast episode that was very hard for me to get through that Paige and Hannah were on and they are the main ones that complain so much about cancel culture and Paige says I mean is Stassi even still canceled mama in my life, in my mind, she is, okay? But guess what? It doesn't matter because the fandom that she holds doesn't care about my opinion. The, the white- they give a fuck if about you are, the fact that I could- she, What she said, what she said. Uh-huh. And the thing is, I don't think people are really listening 
because they will listen to what Stasi says. And, oh, I don't, you know what? I just want to see her wedding. Even though I'm an ally, I just really miss her on the show. But if a white man said what Stasi said, you'd want to come for his neck. So to me, that's a problem. Like you can't pick and choose when you want to be an ally. But Tarina, here's my thing. There's not just one thing that Stasi said. Oh, that there's a lot. Has yes. been running amok for a long time. Not a long I time. I stopped watching Vanderpump Rules Me too. for a little bit because of her. I could not fucking take it. What she was saying on and off the show. And I remember. I remember I was having this conversation with somebody just in my day-to-day life and they were like, oh, I remember as well. Ariana was the only one, Yep. only one. And I have my theories. I think that she was told by production, like you need to get with Stassi or you will not be on the show anymore. Because for a long time, Ariana was in that ass. Yes, she was. And I appreciate it. Yeah. Because, but at the same time, because then Stassi, had Ariana on her podcast but at the same time Ariana cannot deliver the heat like anybody else and she had Ariana on why because Ariana looks just like her and, uh, well the day like after her. her Oscar so white that I remember listening to in real time mm-hmm. she had Chris well the next episode had Kristen on to speak for her that girl Stasi has never apologized to the black community and that's what y'all don't get she has never apologized then went on a black woman's platform then turned around and lied on that black woman Mm -hmm. and you expect me to defend herself yes and you expect me to believe that you're a real ally of mine and then not only that even with this book lately girl you're writing a whole book around how you were canceled and i'm using air quotes for people can't see and everything but then you actually are doubling down on your behavior she says in the book i'm paraphrasing here Part of being on Vanderpump Rules is knowing how to play a game, but faith plays dirty. Let me tell you what I read as a Black woman. Girl. Faith played dirty. Let me tell you what I read as a Black woman. You got threatened because faith was playing chess, not checkers. And you, so when y'all found that out, you said, oh, fuck. This Black woman going to come in here and make this season about her. I was just going to say that. And possibly be, be a permanent member of the cast. Your best friend slept with Jax. I was just going to say, so to me. Did you call the police on Kristen? And and, and Faith Plays Dirty has nothing to do with you calling the police and the army on this girl, number one. Number two, I also read that to read. She's going to try to play a race card and we're not going to center this Mm -hmm. around her. When I tell you, when she was getting married and some of the accounts that I saw posting about her now look i already i'm we just talking real and i don't need anybody to tell me oh well you know we're not all like that listen i don't trust everyone that looks like me Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so i definitely don't trust everyone that doesn't look like me to be an ally yep i don't think y'all realize we're not intentionally trying to catch you in a trap about not being a good ally or not being uh, a hypocrite or not dismissing this behavior, but dismissing this behavior, but it's in our face. You want to know why y'all put it in our face. When George Floyd happened, y'all wanted black women on your podcast. Mm-hmm. You wanted us to speak. You wanted us to take over accounts. We, you were, wanted the to put, we were the moment. Mm-hmm. You wanted the us the moment. Exactly. And that's what 
something Danielle said to said in her interview when she said Sierra erased her, but I let Sierra and Maya have their moment because we only get a moment. Mm -hmm. And something that Kara Berry said that struck me was to me, when it comes to Danielle, one could allude that your support of the black community is transactional, which I have found a lot of when, um, and then when you were talking about Maya and Sierra, I, I saw a little bit differently, differently, only because we had never saw, like you said, Sierra talk about race, mm -hmm. but I felt like if Maya was going to have that conversation with the house, she would have had it with them, but she didn't. She talked to Sierra mm -hmm. and Sierra was like, I, it, it's almost to me, like, say, if you weren't a person that spoke up about a lot of things, you just let a lot of things go, stuff, water roll off your back. But then somebody starts doing something to the person that you like, or you love. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is what we're not going to do. Right. And, and I felt that, which is what made me feel differently about Sierra in that scenario. Cause I'm going to be honest with y'all when it comes to race, I'm just telling y'all and black and white and people saying and doing things and microaggressions. I'm never siding with anybody that doesn't look like me when we are the victims of this. Mm -hmm. So, and unfortunately I have done what Sierra has done and said woman of color or person of color, because I felt like if I said black, the person on the receiving end would be defensive. Right. And like, I, and like I was telling you before we got, before we started recording, when I first heard Danielle's interview, I, I am, tr I try to make myself very aware because I, there have been multiple times throughout my life when I have kind of spoke and acted like I was the voice of all right, right. black women, even in my, you know, uh, in my immediate circle, but I'm not. And it's same, same for minorities. Same. So I was telling Taria before we started recording, I have done what Sierra has done before and been like, oh, well, I'm the only minority up in here. And I was actually sharing the space with an Asian person and they were like, hmm, excuse me. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so- But they called you out, right? It exactly. made you aware then. Yeah. Separately, separately, they did. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so when Danielle said that, I was like, oh shoot, I've done that. So immediately my mind went to, you know, okay, I've done that before. And like Sierra just needs to learn. However, like we spoke about and other people have spoken about, Danielle's bringing that up, like in the moment that that didn't happen. She brought it up after the fact, after all the things started mm -hmm. tumbleweeding between the different dynamics in the house. And that's been my thing about Summer House this year. We are talking about, we're just throwing out boomerangs now. Yep. We're throwing out all, in every, all of the women, all of the mm -hmm. women in the house. And so Kyle, okay, Kyle too. <laughs> we are, they're just throwing things out now and hoping they come back and catch them. I get it. Y'all, Lindsay has been running amok for six seasons, okay? Girl, and, and nobody done stuff to make y'all feel X, Y, Z. I feel like a, a couple other people have, everybody plays a different game. Yes. And everybody plays their game differently. Lindsay plays her game out loud because she's a Leo and they can't help it. They do a lot of this. And that's exactly what I think. I feel like they were trying to give Lindsay the Hannah treatment. I don't necessarily think Lindsay deserves a Hannah treatment. They, I don't think they ever thought that shit was going to happen to Hannah. And when I mean they, I mean Amanda, Paige, all of them. Mm -hmm. I think it just, Hannah went rogue and whatever. And that was, yeah. I feelings about her, but I don't want to talk about that right now. Girl. Paige and them, they play a different game. Is it, it's a, and it's a quiet, sneaky game mm -hmm. because they're all, 
they're all guilty of doing the same things, but they want to hold everybody else's feet to the fire. None of y'all's hands are clean. Okay. I, I agree. Not one. But where I did draw the line this year was y'all should really not be talking about Lindsay's miscarriage in uterus. That's her story to tell. I don't care. And I'm not going to bring something traumatic that happened in somebody's life. I'm not bringing it just because they fucking the same dude that I'm fucking. And that's my problem. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't. Yeah. That was my problem with that. However, you know what I noticed is that when we've had Roe versus Wade and things of that nature, we've never seen Summer House fandom or not fandom, but cast has flown under the radar with a lot of their stuff. So when a lot of times when Amanda started t- talking this season, I was like, she, there were some key things that she said that I was like, hold on. Yeah, they sure have. When we found out about her trust fund, I was like, hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold just on. like I noticed, um, just like the rest of the world pretty much, uh, Buffalo happened, um, a white man went in and intended to kill black people, pointed a gun at a white person and then, uh, then proceeded to kill black people. I didn't see the fundraisers. And I'm talking about the community that I'm in. So I'm going to say it. I didn't see the fundraiser, uh, the Instagram community. I didn't see the fundraisers. I didn't see the dialogue. I didn't see any of that. When it came to the shooting at the school, as a mother, I'm now concerned because I have a black husband, a black mother, a black father, black brothers, black uncles, and I also have kids. So I got a lot of outreach for love you, thinking about you in terms of being a mom, but nobody, and, and, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I I don't think people don't get, I don't expect you to reach out on either one, but I can't help but notice when I have a group of people like, like different pockets, oh my gosh, thinking about you or love you and the kids. But where was that when Buffalo happened? Because Mm -hmm. black people were targeted. So on the summer house page and on the lover boy, I will say, I saw all the conversation about Texas and none of it about Buffalo, none. I see all the fundraisers. I saw all the fundraisers about Ukraine, but nobody's talking about the treatment of black Ukrainians. Mm -hmm. So when we're watching these shows, we are learning who these people are morally and where they stand and what they will speak up about. Exactly. And so like that, that's my thing. And that's kind of where I was at with Sierra in in a sense, because it, when it, and like, I, like we just said, we're, they're throwing out all these lanes, but, or all these boomerangs, but for me, and it's not to put all of this on Sierra. When I see Sierra, I do see like a younger sister version. And I'm like, girl, okay. Mm -hmm. You are surrounded by white folks. Okay. And you I get it that you don't, you know, you know, we have said we're no black mm-hmm. folks known to be like, okay, well, we don't talk about that in mixed company. Yes. However, yeah. a lot of times mixed company is not in front of a camera on a platform. Right. So the fact for me that Sierra chose her platform to be Austin Kroll. Right. Uh, you right. want to bring this to light? The Austin fucking Kroll? You want this? But then and this is coming from somebody who has who is marrying a white man, who has dated plenty of white men. I don't argue over them, okay, because <laughs> reparations. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that was my thing. I was like, Sierra, there's so much, so much yeah. that you could have brought to light. Austin, 
who was so fucking micro, who is microaggressive. This is a man who went live with Tommy Laren in 2020. Yep. That's really the starting point. I don't care if you thought he was funny in person because I hate when people are like, well, they're really nice when you meet them. I don't give a fuck. Girl, they're still visiting. I mean, people went to, to me to hear, see people online talking about Craig going live with Tommy Lauren, Austin going live with Tommy Lauren, but then you went to their show. So, and, and to me, I'm not, I don't think people get it either. I just rather you shut up about being an ally. Don't yeah, come talk exactly. to me about what you know about black people. And then you want to turn around and go support a podcast like that girl. Cause when you say you're an ally, I, I let it go in one ear and out the other. Now I may not tell you Mm -hmm. because oh. I'm just like, oh, I just know who you are. Do you know like, how many people tell me like, oh, I'm, I'm an ally. I did that. And I'm like, yeah. And you know, okay. and you just sat a, a, okay. to watch a show with Craig and uh, Austin. Again, I don't, you like who you like, because at mm -hmm. the end of the day, we all kind of have our, our own boundaries, mm -hmm. but, and, and that's like, sometimes I feel like people don't get, you've opened yourself up to these conversations because you made your voice so loud as being an ally by reposting resources, talking about how you're going to talk to family members, talking about all this stuff. But then I see you supporting monetarily mm -hmm. people like this. And you think, I think you're an ally. I will say, I definitely have my tweets about Sierra and Austin girl. He don't want you. You, he is fetishizing you all of this. So I had my tweets about that. And then I had my tweets about how I was glad that she held Maya down. So like you said, it's yes. two different oh, things. Yeah. I think a lot of people, and I'm going to be honest, a lot of people are grouping it all because they don't like the fact that she spoke about blackness. So now we're going to group all of it. Exactly. And, the, and my other thing with Sierra was when she was asking Lindsay to have all them talks, I was like, girl, stop. Girl, stop. But look at how, but look at how we had those flashbacks and Lindsay was like, you never tried to talk to me. Nasus, we got oh. the flashback because she asked you. But exactly, she did, and it was too much. I was like, please stop talking to this lady because one, first things first, one, you're not friends. Yeah. You are not friends. So I really do, and maybe it's because how I grew up, my mom always taught me, you're expecting too much from people. You're expecting too much from people. You know that you're not friends with Lindsay. So stop expecting her to have a conversation with you just on women, woman to woman in the first place. Mm -hmm. But then, then especially... Stop following that white woman around asking her for fucking conversation. Okay. That yeah. was my thing with her. I would have been like, Sierra, Sierra. Right. Because I do think that, and this is just my theory with Sierra, from what I've seen online of her, I th which I do think she blocked my podcast page, but I have to, I, <laughs> I think her page did, but whatever. So I do, I sent you that story that she put up when she was uh -huh. back down of her white friends that were about to have a big, that big ass automatic weapon on the hanging on the wall like it was a portrait and she was laughing at it and was like oh this is what happens when you come to the south and I was like okay right and then you know she every time I've seen her Sierra is mostly surrounded by white people by white people yeah I'm just gonna say this I think because I do know women like this growing up in a primarily white space mm -hmm. um and then having you know a couple of us black women sprinkled in yeah I feel and I know women like this I think that Sierra is used to being kind of like the unicorn mm -hmm. amongst white spaces and when these guys 
she thinks likes her, it's actually a fetish. And I'm be willing to bet she's heard like, oh my God, you're not like the rest of them. You know, uh, girl. Blah, 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 blah. And it is, that's something they can never achieve. That is something they can never achieve. So I do think, and this is me psychoanalyzing for her, Lindsay is blonde hair, well, I don't know if her eyes are blue, but whatever, blonde hair, basic white woman. Yeah. I think she was like, this is, because Sierra got pretty girl syndrome now. I mm-hmm. think she was like, I have always been able to be like, well, guess what? Took right. your hand, you took your hand from a white woman because you can't be me. I do think it was bothering her that homeboy went back. But that's my thing. When you fuck with white men like that who are yeah. just criticizing you, they're always going to go back to what they know. When she put that blonde wig on and he was just, oh, girl, oh, over the moon about that. Yeah. I wanted to reach through the TV and snatch that motherfucker off her head. Bitch, first of all, first of exactly. all, and, she, and she's just like, oh, do you think I look hot? I was like, oh. right. I was, my heart was beating out of my fucking <laughs> chest. Because what? You put a blonde wig on here. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then talking about, oh, I didn't know you could tan. I have skin, don't I? Right. Ign- again, ignorance. Like I said, I uh, tweeted probably till I couldn't tweet anymore about that. It was just, first of all, it was disgusting. He just it looks like, he just looks disgusting. I, I will say. I like beer and cigarettes. I know he do. Yeah, exactly. And I will, I will say, oh, sorry. Look, I might've got away from my mic. I will say also to, um, with Lindsay, the only thing that I will give, the only thing is when in the beginning of the season and she sat down and had that first conversation and Lindsay said, you know, everything there is to know. So to me, it ain't about being friends. It's about, I'm asking you just to be honest. And you're saying, Girl, you know everything you need to know. There is nothing between us. If anything changes, I'll let you know. And then I see it, but you ain't kept your word when Lindsay's whole thing every season. I am an honest person. I am about my word. My word means everything. So then what's up? Like, okay. if I don't like you and we have a conversation, yo, you messing with this dude? Girl, please, you know everything there is to know. I ain't messing with him like that if anything changes. Now, would I say something? Honestly, it depends on the mood. I mean, I might say, Girl, I thought you told me that you wasn't messing. Or I would peep it and be like, okay, I'm backing away. Well, hold on. Okay, because I'm going I'm to I'm explain this to you how I saw it. Okay. At that time, at the beginning of the season, when Sierra sat her down, mm-hmm. at that time, she did know everything that there was to know. Right. She did. But then everything kind of happened in real time from what we saw on the show. Right. Another thing that I'm like, they're cutting too much shit out. Stuff is and, happening behind the scenes. Exactly. And we're not talking about it on the camera. So like there, there's a lot of shit missing. But from what, if they want us to take what we what saw, we take it from what we saw on TV. At that time, she did know everything that she needed to know. And then by the time it started happening, you want me when I'm in a moment flirting and doing my thing to be like, oh, hold on. And then go, hey, Sierra, I'm about no, to go. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? So when they- But when Sierra happening, was asking her, Hey, can I talk to you before that drunken night? Can I talk to you? Then I might be like, well, yeah, I'm a, even if I was like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, I'm messing with him now, what? I just, because if that was Sierra, y'all, people would be coming for her neck. Like you said, Sierra, you said nothing was happening. I I truly believe if it was flipped, people would come for her. I just think with this whole Austin Lindsay, Sierra, disgusting. they were going tit for tat. Yes, I I agree. Because in Winter House, the secondhand embarrassment I felt watching Lindsay 
cry and be, oh my God. I was like, and I'm not gonna lie, as a fire sign and somebody who is really fucking petty, I might probably want to inflict that same embarrassment on somebody. Yeah. If that Absolutely. was me. That was because then that's my thing with Sierra girl. I've been in that situation before where it's like, okay, we know each other because they are not friends. Please let's no at I'm all. At at everybody all. And, and even like Paige and them. Y'all want a certain loyalty from Lindsay that you're not willing to give to her. I have a question though for you on that. If we are going by time frames, right? Mm-hmm. And if Lindsay, you think, because it would it to me, it's always on it's it's if there's two people in a relationship and then a third party comes in, it's up to my man or 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 even if we're just dating to check that person or not be flirting. And it now I only have a problem with the woman if you are trying to intentionally disrespect because then because then at that point both of y'all gotta go. I'm not gonna yeah. hold it against you and take him back. But that scene that that, that unaired footage of her and Andrea, if you saw he was messing with Paige at the time, you flirting with him in the car and he flirting back, he's kissing your nipple. To me, I'm not saying be a girl's girl. I'm saying, and to me, I don't think they mean girl's girl like we're friends. I'm like, dang, you know, I'm supposed to be talking to this dude and you asking him to kiss your nipple. To me, me and none of my friends ever did nothing like that. If you kicking it with him, I don't care if you're kicking it with him and three other dudes. He's not kissing my nipple. And I think Lindsay does that. And it's interesting last season with the, or two seasons ago with Lindsay and Carl and they tried it and then they stopped dating. And then it came out that Danielle made out with Carl in the car. And Lindsay said, she always does that with people's boyfriends, with friends, boyfriends. To me, it was like a, Oh, so that it's okay with them. That that like it's okay I do that think they do that, that. Yeah, I I do think, but like there's been so many dynamics in that house because Paige and Carl used to make out. You know, and Danielle I mean? dated him and, before all of them. And I do think I I think what we're not saying in this because Paige pissed me off with this because I saw it on the screen when Craig came in and acted a fucking ass. Yeah. Okay, and cursed out everybody. Yep. And Austin came out and cursed out everybody too. And then Paige kind of felt embarrassed. And then after the, or after the Christian Cavalieri thing. Yes. Ran into Andrea and started making out with him. So I do think that that's what they were seeing where it's like, um, okay, well, I, we, I think they all knew that Paige and Craig were dating. I think they all. Oh yeah. And then like going into the house in the summer. So I do think that that's why, but I just think that they all do that. Couldn't be me. Could not be me at all. But I've been in the situation where, okay, there's this dude, their common denominator. I know this girl, this other chick, but we are not friends. Okay. At all. And yep. there's been some overlap. I don't really owe you anything, girl. Oh like, yeah, I agree. Not, I will not be coming into your DMs talking about as a woman. I'm right. not going to do that. I just think that there's this season, there's so much overproducing like, well, it's been, for me, it's been leading up to all of yeah. the overproducing and some of the cast members really do rely on social media. And that's yes. what we're seeing in the change in reality TV, mm-hmm. okay? Which that's what kills me now and it kind of ruins it for me because the whole, like to kind of shift gears, the whole Lisa Renna thing and the whole, whoever the fuck this person is, I'd I can't deal with it anymore. This in the way, uh, Girl. The, the way the fandom latches on. Yes. 
Yeah. To me, it's like, it's simple. We see what we see. Like, and just real quick, just like you said, to lead into that. But with, I will say this for like with the Sierra thing, we should be able to separate y'all. Like, come on, like Kyle, I actually think as I honestly think my my gut, and it could be bubble guts, who knows, tells me I think Kyle is a real good dude as far as when they had that race conversation, I get everyone was listening, but he was listening a little different. And I feel like he really gets it. I don't believe. I believe they think they get it. I believe they think it's okay to sleep with black men, but I don't think they necessarily get it, get it. And that's cool because nobody expects you to. I think Carl really cares about, even though he's messy, I do think Carl cares about the overall well-being. Anybody who comes into the summer house, I feel like Kyle yes. takes it as his responsibility to make sure that they feel safe. You know and then I mean? out, outside of that, I felt like he really heard them. Yeah, what they were saying. Remember Jules back in the day? Yes. I felt like Kyle was the only one that was like, yes. let's work on this. Carl was yes. an asshole to her. Paige sure and was. were so fucking mean to her. Yes. And, I, and that was my other thing. This is with the whole race conversation. Jules, because Jules was Middle Eastern, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yep. She told them. Um, she did. I don't think y'all understand what it's like for me. You know what I mean? Coming in. Da, da, da. And I was like, listen, I, I heard what she was saying. Yeah. And I, but, I was irate at the way that Carl treated her. And then I was irritated with her to hear her on a podcast talking about how she saw him a couple of times after I'm like, ain't no way in the world. You know who I thought was the rudest to her was Amanda. Absolutely. She was, and honestly, Lindsay had to tell Amanda, well, hold on. Well, hold on. Because Jules, Jules said, what was true? Amanda, you were, how was she coming at? And then Jules was like, well, wait Jordan, a minute. Because yes. Jordan, and honestly, I think yes. Jordan, like it was just like trying to get a, trying to get some screen time. That's what I think. Yeah, that yeah. Was her. And also she felt alone in the house. Yes. And she was willing to talk to her. So it was like, okay, did a little something fun. You know, Jordan was like a pathological liar and everything. Right. But Amanda hated Jordan so much for whatever reason. She does this thing with these dudes because she did the same thing to Luke. Yeah. And it's like, what did you, and like, he didn't even do anything to exactly. you. Exactly. And then she said, oh, I feel like if you're like accompanying yourself with a liar, then you are a liar. And That's Jules what it was. You know, Jules, she said, Jules said, well, bam, excuse said, me. Well, <laughs> you know, you're with Kyle who cheated on you. So Amanda don't like that when you bring up that cheating. And like, she's had said something. She's like, you don't think I remember. She is a brat. She is just a fucking but, and, and it's brat. funny how she called out the truth, which it, it, it reminds me of New Jersey, Teresa telling Melissa, control your man. And Jackie, rightly so, said, if you could have controlled. So it's like, but people can't separate. They just, oh, I hate her. And so I know you want to wrap up. Oh, no. So I, well, I'm about to go but, into you because I haven't recorded since. You know, I'm done talking about New Jersey because uh, I got into a fucking argument in the comments. Why you ain't call me? Um, <laughs> it was like, it was a day before my birthday. Honestly, it was a day before my birthday. And I, it was so random. But the tree huggers are not well. Girl, they're not well. I literally, if I think it was Bravo <laughs> by Gays or Gays of Bravo, one one of those sites. They posted a sneak preview, and it said, "What do you think of Gia getting involved in the grown woman's mess?" Listen, I don't like that because neither when 
wait, yes, Gia is 21 to 18, 21 now, whatever. When it comes to her family, that's another thing. I do have feelings about that, even though I yeah. still like Joe Judice, but whatever. I'm 30. I still can't talk to my uncle any kind of, any kind of way. Any kind Thank of way. you. My mom's brothers. That's just girl. All right. Again, I am 30. My mom would have been like, Giselle. I got this. Stop. Yeah. And like, <laughs> but in the same set, my mom would have told her brother, huh, hold up now. Yes. Some people just wouldn't have done that. Okay. But <laughs> same. Giselle. <laughs> Mm -mm. okay there's one that done that but my thing i just commented that i said i don't like gia getting involved in the woman's business because when one of the women pops back at it puts them in the position of where okay, yes say anything to this because do you want to be you want gia to be an adult and be a part of this cast or do you want to protect her under the guise of her being your child yep. so when gia walks in the locker room and says she supports everything y'all to me, if you're telling me that's an, an adult, another adult, okay, you want to roll your neck, mama, I'm going to roll mine right I'm coming for your little neck. A little bit harder, okay? Yeah. Mind your business. So I just said, I don't like Gia getting involved in this because she's not a cast member. And when I tell you, somebody in the comments went, started going, I'll, I have them screenshotted somewhere. And they were telling me, they can, I can get so nasty and so rude with you. I said, what? okay, get fucking nasty and get fucking rude with me. And they're like, oh, see, I think it's funny how you think getting nasty and rude is cussing. So nasty and so rude, please, please. Come but they on. were like, oh, you're making a judgment off of this scene. I go, the caption of this says, what do you think of this? Right. And I told right. you when I thought about it, you just don't agree. Like, right. because That's it's Teresa. It. Her fans have the same type of delusion as she does. Girl, I never... They like, like him to me. Reality stars. I like Garcelle. I don't really agree with this whole thing right now. Yeah, I got I some thoughts you know on I mean? that. And the community may be upset, but I got some thoughts. I don't really agree with that right now either. Now, yeah. I don't agree with Crystal bringing it up either. Girl, you got a camera following you around. Why did we say anything about it? <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I like Garcelle as a whole, but I don't agree with what she did there. Teresa, tree huggers, they're it's like, everything yeah. she does is right. Girl, that's what real. I said. They can justify every single thing she does. And, and my thing is, she is not always right. I have seen the way it's interesting how y'all didn't want Margaret to talk about the stuff about Louie in the paper. But when it came to you. Mary Cosby, y'all were posting about it. And I, now I'm talking to the accounts uh, uh, in these Instagram streets. I see them posting about Teresa like she's their God and and she and mind your business, Margaret. But y'all was not like that when it came to Mary. Y'all were ready to believe the stuff with Mary. When, but my thing is, when, and this goes back to social media controlling everything. You do have to learn how to play the game. It was different back in the day when they yes. had their blogs. But if you remember when they had their, or their yeah, their blogs on, on BravoTV.com. At the reunions, Andy would ask them a question about it. And they would say, well, you wrote in your blog. Yes. I see now those blogs are just Instagram. Okay. Exactly. So we, when she first bought Louie on the scene yeah. and everybody dug up what they dug up about him, it would be very fucking bizarre for us to not talk about it at all. What exactly. Is, what are y'all talking about? Like, what are y'all talking about? Margaret cheated on her husband and Joe Benigno. They cheated on their spouses. Y'all were, y'all found it. And we're like, we got to talk about it. It happened. We got to talk about it. But for whatever reason, Teresa has this protective barrier around her that everything she does is right. And we can't talk about anything. 
anything. Now, what I will tell you is Louis, when at the reunion, when he was like, stop, you're making a big mistake right now, honey, Girl. I'm going hard for you. So you, I'm going hard for you. And you got this mic on telling me that I'm, Girl. I was just like, this is the, like New Jersey weird. system is too much. And I am a Dolores fan because when people can say they're, they're like bored by Dolores or whatever, but, and I know you can recognize this as a fire sign, because Dolores is a fire sign, mm -hmm. but she is, has that calmness in her. When she tells you, okay, stop. That don't mean that she's not about that life. When someone tells you calmly, mm -hmm. all right, and just watches you act a fool, they will fuck you up harder than you I want to see it though, because we keep I hearing like, about, we I, keep hearing about this Dolores. I'm like, is that really you though? I think it is. You think I so? think okay. it is. I've looked at and seen things and I just, the okay. way she- Well, she bit off somebody's fingernails, so. <laughs> exactly, and the way she just handles herself. And I do think that Dolores knows so much, so yeah. much behind yeah. the scenes and she's known them forever. Yeah. That That's why Teresa really doesn't go, like she tries to go for Dolores a little bit. A little bit, bit. yeah, she but she- She draws a line somewhere because girl, I've known you for too fucking long for you to be acting brand new. I, I was really right. Realized that she did that shit, not inviting her, but girl. you know, because Dina was, listen, let me just say this. I'm not for anybody getting tied up or beaten up. That, that's, that horrific. Ever. <laughs> that's horrific. I don't think Dina's hands are clean either. I don't think any of their hands are clean. Me I don't think any of their hands are clean. But right. something, that's why I don't hit people no more. Because once I hit them, <laughs> once I hit you, my hands aren't clean anymore. All exactly, right? exactly. I have to, again, not, I don't tie people up and rock. <laughs> and hit them with I, flapjacks. Exactly. But I think that, and it's what's upsetting to me is seeing two sisters, not. Yes. Brother. And even Chris, because Chris is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, with, yeah. Like, it's, it's their it's, brother. It's the same. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Jackie and everything. And listen. Uh, unpopular opinion when Jackie brought this <laughs> I will never forget when uh or Jacqueline Jacqueline when Teresa was done I would never bring this up she said I didn't go to jail for fraudulent <laughs> we have to talk about this shit you're going to jail you're going to jail girl and to, to me jail. it's like y'all don't want us to talk about it oh but you want us to have some compassion for her for it check this out life happens to people everything didn't happen to Teresa like they act like uh things happen things happen because of actions mm -hmm. Teresa would not have went to jail had she admitted the judge gave her her to the last hour to admit it and yep. she still didn't so life happens to people what I don't like is the inability to look at a situation and in this, and if you want to bring outside proof, that's cool too. Cause I can look at that. If mm -hmm. I'm saying Teresa X, Y, Z, and you're saying, well, nah, Taria, because look at this is one thing I'm seeing people say, well, I mean, Teresa wasn't really wrong when she threw all this stuff at Margaret, but y'all said Sierra, the police should have been called on her. Who said that? Girl, I was on Reddit and I saw them hoes talking oh, about. See, I don't get. I cannot do. Girl, I, I had to swipe off of that one because I will. It's the delusion. 
Okay. Girl. I can find certain information there. Yes. But comments and stuff when I, the delusion. Black Twitter on Reddit is my absolute fa- That oh, brings me is. joy. It brings me oh, so I bet much it does, joy. Because I love Black Twitter. We gonna act a mess, okay? Yes. But like, I don't, know. I don't think that she should have, throwing the glass, look, I've had to learn that lesson. Throwing glass at somebody is very, it can be very dangerous. <laughs> But, but in the I, moment, you may not write. Yeah, it, and, it and happens. Sierra, Sierra said, I didn't realize that I threw that glass. And again, because you can snap. As somebody who's been there before, I don't, I've thrown multiple things that I was like, hmm, didn't realize that. Right, oh, I said that? Exactly. I don't even remember. I blacked so, out. And especially for people who watch Teresa, hell, okay. even when they, even when they found out that she told Danielle to pull Marge's hair and they came and they broke the fourth wall and she slammed that down. And you notice how she said, they're not going to air it, are they? Which makes me believe there are other things that she has done. So when people say, this is what gets me. People, People say the show revolves around Teresa and then people say, the cast can't stop talking about Teresa. You do realize that if they didn't talk about Teresa, the show wouldn't revolve around her anymore Why unless you're going to continue to talk about past things that are over and done with. She's done, her and Joe are over. So unless we're going to talk about those things, because people were like, Teresa carried the, uh, the show on her back because Margaret was bringing the stuff up. If you take that out of the equation, what would we have had from Teresa? Her moving into a house with Louie? Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't have tears. I mean, yeah, they were leaving the house and the memories. And it was like, oh, wow. As a mom, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, dad, but that's all. I don't see it for you. And this is where I go back to social media. You cannot pick and choose when you're going to stay in 10 toes down in my community, just on the show or off the show, because I know off the show, not near one of them, but maybe two, Margaret and Jackie uh, talked about Black Lives Matter. And I know that because I hate when people call Dolores Black Dolores and this, I simply hate it because I know she doesn't stand for Black Lives Matter. So to me, when y'all want to call out the uh, Orange County women for not talking about it and I you want to call out the Dallas women, but there were people calling out the Dallas women and the Orange County women for not talking about Black Lives Matter. Why y'all not calling out Teresa, Dolores, Melissa? So that's where I say, just stop telling us your allies. Mm-hmm. You telling us means absolutely nothing to me. I'm going to give you an example of someone really trying to be an ally for me. So when we went to Raven's bachelorette party, Hannah from, um, we all know Hannah. She was from not, um, oh my God, not aspirational podcast, Hannah Brown, our very own Hannah Brown, not the Hannah Brown that was on, uh, the bachelor um hannah just got engaged to jake shout out congratulations hannah and jake yes so we went to a bar in new orleans and i'm there was two like bar you like when you walk into to a club they may have a bar here and a bar here right i'm walking up to one trying to get service and the lady's back is to me and i'm like excuse me and she kind of she throws her finger doesn't even bother to turn around and it looked like she was counting something so i was like well maybe but normally they would say hold on or something right or if she was counting, maybe she would, I don't know. It was just, very, the vibe was a little bit different. So then I did, so I walked around the side and I said, excuse me. And she was like, <sighs> and like threw her hand again. At this point, I did see her with money in her hand, but then a white man and girlfriend walked up and she had all the conversation for them. I didn't know that Hannah was watching. So Hannah 
came up to me and said, do I need to say something to her? Because I don't like what I'm seeing, like what I think it is to me. And even though she ended up not having to be, I was like, no, that's okay. We'll just go to a different bar. Cause mm-hmm. it was like, that to me is somebody actually paying attention and not just posting things mm-hmm. on social media. So y'all, when, when you hear us talk about why are you going hard for this person but this person, you're kind of letting it slide under the guise of it being entertainment. It's because y'all got loud about it. Yeah. If y'all would, y'all got loud about it. Because, the bottom line is this, these Instagram accounts, these big accounts, the not so big accounts, the people that we've met along the way and this, some podcasters, y'all were loud about it because y'all didn't want anybody to see y'all as racist. Mm-hmm. That is the reason. We don't need that from you. I don't need you to say Candace from Potomac is is homophobic or transphobic because she said Mia had big hands and feet, which Giselle said, but y'all conveniently forget, but you didn't say nothing when homegirl from Miami, Alexia got her award from the LGBTQ community and went to a parade and who I'm going to call is a woman was coming down the road marching and she turned to her, her fiance tapped him on the shoulder and yelled, that's a man, that's a man, that's a man. Y'all ain't say nothing to that blonde haired, blue eyed woman. But Candace said somebody had big feet and y'all call her transphobic. Y'all need to Which check. Which I did not understand that one because, because I have big feet. I wear a size 10 and a half comfortably. Girl, I, I wear a 10 too. So like. Comfortably. I, I don't, it. I, uh, and again, I'm not a trans woman. So, but I don't, that's like you said i agree alexia got and not even that a lot of the women in new york too girl yeah and luann they have you know they're considered icons and they're highly praised from from certain members of the lgbtq plus community that i see they're highly praised and i'm like this woman is completely really problematic she's said some yeah so but it's fine okay i uh, you know, I have a love hate relationship with Candace. I it's more, it's, it, it's ever evolving. Yes. Now, okay. It's ever evolving. I feel like that with Ken, me and Kenya. I finally <laughs> let open the crack the door. Did you see her tweet to me? Because no. I tweeted, um, uh, something that she said that I thought was hilarious. And I said, now I'm still not team twirl, but I'm willing to dance. Cause she reposted. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. I'm busy. And then I, so I commented and said, oh man, I guess I'll put my heels away. Maybe another night. I, uh, and Kenya is a good one too. It is ever evolving. Cause God damn, I was like this lady mean and not the fun. when she first started, I was not the fun mean. Like God, yes, this this woman holds hate in her heart. And I still feel like that a little bit. I do. You know where I'm, since Kenya has become a mother, I have softened towards her. And because she said, I don't know, it was a few years ago or maybe a year ago. She said, somebody asked her like during a fun game, like, do you take back how you acted towards Phaedra and Apollo? Mm. And without it out, she said, yeah. She said, yes. She said, I should not have played into that. I should not have, you know, at all been a part of that. And I was like, oh. Because it's different when you get married. And you hear in the room and it's like, oh, snap. I, I shouldn't is. have, I, I've been like that. But so yeah, I get it. And I, I did enjoy Kenya for the most part on Ultimate Girls Trip too. Um, because I enjoy anybody that's willing to come for Ramona. Girl. I enjoy when anyone. When she touched, when she snatched that. I enjoy anyone that's willing to come for Ramona. I said, yes. And Ramona, 
And to me, that's where Kyle also was very manipulative because it's like, um, I know she knows how to play all sides. I'm going to, I'm not going to be team everyone else. And against Ramona, when Ramona rightly should have been called out, I'm going to hug Ramona and Ramona. I, um, I feel so bad. She's by herself. Nah, get out of here. I hate, you know what I hate in reality TV and in general, but as I feel like we, we especially see this in reality TV, because it was the same thing with Hannah. Ramona, Hannah, y'all been running amok, okay? Having a good time running amok. And when somebody finally clocks you, okay? Girl, and don't let it be somebody black. And somebody's like, oh, well, it's a pile on. Everybody's already getting on. Girl, thank you. Why do I need to? Because she did something But you noticed. And this is the thing. If it it were going to be something like, okay, listen, I'll pull you aside and be like, hey, I know that everybody's coming at you from all angles right now, but you understand how you put yourself in this position, right? right but when they're like oh my god i'm just gonna hug you and i'm just gonna be here for you to hold your hand because everybody's picking on you everybody's not picking on everybody's not picking on you for me picking on you for me means for no reason yes decided to target you you have been offending people left right front back all over 360 view you've been offending people and now people are calling you out on it don't you find it's interesting when when it came to Lisa Barlow at the reunion, people, oh my God, they're piling on her. Uh, when it comes to other casts, oh my God, they're piling on her. When it came to the black woman, Mary Cosby, that blonde haired, blue eyed Whitney turned to her cast and said, I need your help to take her down. I can't do it by myself. And y'all, and I'm saying y'all listening, cheered her on but then you want to talk about somebody ganging up on a white woman on these other shows and honestly look i had to i didn't even finish uh salt lake city because neither i could i'm gonna tell you whitney for me whoo i would i found myself one i would never comment or dm anybody <laughs> like i really wanted girl. to yeah but i found myself taking notes and wanting to show her how she contradict because whitney all of those salt lake city women all of those salt lake city women but especially for me whitney she really gives wanted to be in this uh space the reality tv space for a long time girl, and yes has really wanted to, they're all overproducing, trying to make something that it's not. Yes. When she was walking through that house talking about, where is Mary Cosby right now? I literally was like, and Mary was just sitting there. She started walking up and she said, no, no. No, girl. She, did. No. she said, no, I'm not talking to you. And because Mary enforced her private, like, like her boundaries, all of a sudden Mary is this, and people, girl, somebody, uh, they used to follow me. I, I, I don't care. I'm at the point now where I don't care if you know or not. I'm going to plug my computer up real quick. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. So they used to uh, follow me, but child, they got mad over Whitney because I called her out on something that she did. I forget what it was. And she said, but I'm asking, not trying to start a fight, just asking you, what would you have her do? She's human and she apologized. I said, I'm not, I've never been, I'm not out here campaigning for the girl to be fired. If she comes back to the show, she comes back. I'm not saying y'all need to hate her. Saying she's lying. Mm -hmm. Here's the whatever, whatever. But I'm saying, what would you have her do? I don't care what she does. I simply 
am not interested in cheering on a woman that had no problem gathering people to pile on this woman, the same woman that you claim that you've heard rumors about for years, but had no problem taking your daddy who was still dealing with addiction to her church. So which one is it? And that I think, no, not I think, I know. That's what gets me when you talked about social media, not going into Summer House, but it includes Summer House. It includes the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It includes even um, Orange County, but kind of like in a different way. But the thing with Danielle and Sierra and Danielle doing these interviews, talking about Sierra erased me and saying, then saying, I didn't have a voice um, because she called herself, they didn't include me in the conversation when that was a lie, that taking the focus away from that very important conversation when you've never spoken about it. So black women are voicing their opinions. And then I have other women that are not black, but they're women of color coming at me like, well, her, she, uh, her thoughts shouldn't be invalidated. Why is it that black women simply can't have thoughts without them invalidating someone else? And I'm going to tell you that was pretty much between summer house and the things that I was seeing. Listen, people know I love podcasts and I've listened to podcasts and I have picked up on tones from people. They shift when it comes to talking about black cast. I've picked up on it, but I've tried to say, well, I know them or I don't necessarily, in my own mind, right? But there comes a point for me as a black woman when if you're calling yourself an ally or saying our, uh, our uh, people should be allies, but I still see the way, the little bias that you have of black women and the way you talk about us, you don't get to tell me that I'm invalidating somebody else. You get to shut up and maybe listen to what this black woman is saying who's been in the shoes of Sierra before. You don't get to do that. And I will say this for me and something that's frustrating for me and always has been, I feel like this, a lot of the conversations, they're not black and white. So I, as a conversation amongst women of color and black women, because I will like, you know, you can, what's important to me is that we all listen to each other and say, okay, yes. And I feel, I feel like as a black woman, I listen to others when I'm in the position. I do listen to others a lot, but then I feel like I'm not necessarily listened to. And it's okay to say, okay, okay, well, this is how I feel, but all as a black woman, but also how this person may feel as a Latinx person of the Latinx community, that is also valid. Yes. We have some similarities, but we still have differences as well. And that was the thing that was kind of driving me crazy. And the other thing that I will say, because at the end of the season of Summer House, this is what I said. I can't remember who I was talking to, one of my followers in the uh, DMs. I said, listen, I'm tired of arguing about this Danielle Sierra thing, because at the end of the day, both of them, both of them need to stay out of white folks' business, and then they wouldn't be arguing. Both of them, Danielle and Sierra, are arguing for their respective white women. Okay. Right. Their right. white women are just on the wrong side. And what I mean by that is, yeah, Sierra had Austin and everything, and that's why she's upset. However, Paige riled Sierra up. Yeah. Go yeah, find your inner Italian mama, first of all. Yeah. Your inner that, Italian. That girl, I problematic. I've had my thoughts about the child. Like 
problematic quote in general mm-hmm. find your inner italian page i ain't never seen you clear a bitch just Girl, so we're ever, fucking clear i've never ever. fucking seen you clear a bitch i've seen you yell and then walk away ever, but ever. you have never stood, stood 10 toes out and that's fine if that's yeah. how you are but don't talk about go find your Girl, when she italian. said that i said now i don't know if i should i think i'm insulted because no okay. no you i was too Girl, I said also, <laughs> Lindsay in and I, uh, how Lindsay and Danielle's friendship, I do appreciate because after the fact, Danielle did tell her, did you find? Yeah. And I, appreciate, I, and I do, yeah. think, uh, that's how I would prefer my friend to come to me, but I have just been in this situation too many times arguing for people, but especially white women that yeah. is almost like, okay, well, I have a little attack dog here because Giselle's going to say yep. whatever. And now I'm just like, and you yep, know, even yep, with some yep. of my other friends, because like with, with and they don't do that for you. They, friends, they don't do that for us. They will. I we have that respect. I'll be like, girl, you want me to say something? Right. You don't because you know I understand that like sometimes me acting an ass is not helping. Right. So I'll be like, like with me and my best friend Candace, I'm like, you want me to say something? If you want right. me to say something, I'm and, and that's okay. your best friend. You, exactly. you have an understanding. And she's like, no, Giselle. Come. I'm like, all right, all right. And I, I have found because there have been times when I got hype and she was like, Giselle, like it's not helping. And I get that. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, out of respect. But with, I have just seen with being friends with white women, when I have tried to step up and be like, have their back. And then there are other friends white friends that I have that will literally do everything in their power to not get me to that space because they know mm-hmm. they know that it's a wrap I'm probably gonna get kicked out of somewhere somebody right. call me something and it's not worth it and it's not I it's will not say I have found myself defend well like I said to wrap this up again I want to be very clear for people the all of that Austin Danielle Sierra Lindsay stuff we all have our opinions on that because we could see what was happening. But specifically for me, as a Black woman, I'm not going to go on a platform and say that a, a woman of color, who's not Black, but she ain't white, tried to erase my, who I was, because she didn't include me in on a conversation that she really never wanted to be a part of because you said it in the confessionals. To me, you are now, and to say that Sierra, she let Sierra and Maya have their moment. Even that, she may not have meant it that way and she probably didn't, but I don't like the intention of going into white spaces and saying this stuff because now the focus has shifted. And I can't tell you how many white women and women of color jumping all on that bandwagon bandwagon not knowing what they're talking about so i get that danielle probably does feel this i've i've said before i know i wonder if danielle feels a type of way being the only latinx woman i'm sure she does these two chose to speak out about it and because you're upset about somebody throwing a glass at you now we're going into space in white spaces saying she erased me based on what we know is a lie that's what i that's my issue i don't care about danielle sticking up for her but i would never go into it and even if people don't agree i get it that's fine but don't come tell me that i'm in i under because i've said many times i understand how she felt but when you say out of your own mouth i would never be brave enough to have that conversation and then you go into interviews saying this black woman erased me by saying woman of color that's why I didn't join the conversation when you didn't even know she said it until it was filmed. Now look at where everybody's exactly. attention has shifted. So and for me, I exactly, can't get with yeah. that. 
because I, like I said, I at first took it as like in the interview, I took it because, but then I did have to remember, somebody reminded me like, no, at that time, she didn't know that she said that. And I was like, that's true. We got to stay on topic. And you know, my other thing is with, <clears throat> excuse me, the whole Danielle and Sierra dynamic. I, I, my thing with Summer House in general is we have, we have two big of age gaps between them because yeah they're yeah. just not friends they Let's are not friends. The Kyle era I, like, mind honestly, being off. I don't think Lindsay and Sierra are and same with well Paige is my age she just acts younger so a little bit that's better. true she's my age maybe a year she younger than me, but still like she Sierra is young still she 25 people don't yeah she's yeah still very young so that's why a lot of stuff how old is Amanda 30 for real yes yes yeah. they just act they act in a very immature way i'm sorry mm. especially amanda for somebody who is a wife okay that's what but, yeah yeah but my thing is i remember 2020 season the covid season where they couldn't leave the house at all yeah. um, um danielle and sierra had an interesting conversation about their about hair the hair in the yep. workplace now, I thought the conversation was interesting. It was very small. But even then, I was like, I don't think these two really want to be talking to each other because, like, they're talking about it, but there's no chemistry between them. I between don't think them. that they would hang out. The reason Me the show neither. was relatable in the first place is because these are people who would yes. hang out. Yes. I don't think these are people who would hang out if they were not cast. And I will say it, the when, when it started to shift is when they brought in Paige and Hannah because Paige and Hannah were yeah. cast. They were casted, like, Hello. And then same with my, like, I know Maya said that she knew Paige. However, they were casted to be a foil to what, everything people were saying about Paige, I think. Period. What I think is that <laughs> I do think that Paige, because Maya dated Kwame from time. Yeah. Time, I do think that she knew her. It's like, yes, I've met her a couple of times. We've been in the same circle yeah and so like do you watch basketball did you watch basketball wives sure did i didn't I think, watch this i haven't watched this new season like, you watched? no not yet but i'm gonna okay. say something is like and it put a it literally made me shift the way i think when they introduce people on reality shows tammy roman my og okay she said a lot of the times on reality shows i've been a part of a couple when they bring in a new cast member they come to us cast members that are have already been there and say who wants to introduce this new person yeah oh on basketball wives it was always um shawnee no not shawnee oh. it was always jackie oh jackie was okay. always the one that was like i'll do it because she was always arguing with folks she was arguing always and that gives you screen you, time yes and she would try she and yes that's a, the other thing she said it would get you screen time and it made it seem like okay this person does have friends and they are providing more to the show than what they really are but no these person were cast and producers production is like yeah. we need somebody to introduce to introduce them because part of selling reality is that it's not just like reality is you don't get Yes, life it's not like hey here's a new person, here's a new <laughs> Wait, person. Yeah. it didn't work it's like here's a new co-worker yeah, you're right but you're they're right. selling us something they're selling us reality and to break they can't break the fourth wall and be like right, okay. oh here's our new cast member you know what i mean you're, yeah so that's, that's what okay. i see and i that's what i see from Paige because Paige got Paige introduced essentially introduced jules that was yes. Paige's friend. Mm -hmm. And then Paige and Anna and left, yep. last towards her. No, I thought Han Hannah brought her in because she they were saying Paige um, and Hannah did. They, okay. Because they, they were like, oh, our friend Jules. It was more so Hannah, but it was both oh, of them. Yeah. Okay. And That's then interesting. And then Hannah turned around and was like, she needs to be out of the house. She's bored. I could not believe that. 
That was so it's fun. So I knew somebody that knew a producer for Summer House. And during the summer with George Floyd and all of that, and then Paige saying what she said, the person was like, well, you know, the producer was like, you know, Paige is not racist. They're just digging for things, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden we have Paige introducing a black friend. So and you're you know, absolutely right. And you know, my thing was also when I think Carl asked Maya, oh, so how do you know Paige? Because yes. I do think that- That's so awkward. <laughs> I do think that like with the work as twins and all of them, I do think that like Kyle, uh Lindsay Danielle and Carl are still like under the mindset like okay we are bringing friends in so I do think that was genuine like too he was like oh right, how do you okay right. and Kyle was like from around how do you know yes so yeah, I yeah. felt like because some people were like damn that was kind of rude I was like no I think she was caught off guard and it was like uh what do I say look looking at the producer yeah from was like, oh, I mean just from around how do you know people you know what I mean I was like, oh no, she was brought in because, and I do think, yeah, they know each other from behind, but exactly everything with Paige is produced yes. and that's yes. why she doesn't want to be there anymore. Even in, listen, this is my thing. I was listening to Bravo while Black's episode with Raven mm -hmm. and they pointed it out. They said Paige's behavior at the reunion. Nene has done that before when she yes. was like, but Nene brought it, okay? Yes. Nene brought it. She, yes, she was like, I'm not looking at these bitches. Well, I'm she not. would be like, but and right, I'm had, <laughs> and she had, and she had a reasoning. Paige was like, I don't, you got to sell me something. Please stand 10 toes down and why you want to be. Yeah, a I didn't don't understand here, that. Don't, look, don't sit here and not look me in my eye and then be like, I'm really working on my posture because I'm petty. I would have got up and been like, well, I'm right here. Okay. <laughs> Yo, I, I can say. <laughs> I'd have been like, you look at me now. And that's why even Lindsay said, because they presented at the uh, MTV Award together. She said, yes, Paige actually looked at me and I can't believe, I was like, this isn't giving what you thought it was, what yeah. you have gave Paige, because you look like a fucking brat. She did. And to me, I would respect her more. Yeah. If the issue she had with Lindsay, she would have said, because it was this, because it was that. Like, so you can't just keep, don't lump. Sierra's, if you're going to lump Sierra stuff in with it, bring yours too and say, exactly. you've done X, Y, and Z to me, X, Y, and Z to them. Like you and they tried, yeah. they tried, but even with that, she was like, oh, you brought up Kyle cheating on Amanda behind the camera. That actually was Danielle. That was Danielle. Did like, and honestly, and then Paige took it, tried to take it and run with it until you guys all were producing this. You guys all were wow. producing this, okay? So don't try and make it seem like you got uh, Amanda's back 10 toes down. Like, no, okay? Y'all yeah. are all playing the same game. Did you see, so I was on Reddit <laughs> last <laughs> night and people were saying, do y'all think Amanda and Paige are really friends? And somebody said, I think Amanda thinks they're really friends. Period. But Paige, I agree. I agree. She posted all about Amanda's wedding on her stories, mm -hmm. which disappear. But she posted about Hannah's wedding. And evidently, the girl on Reddit was like, hey, I listened to, and I'm so sorry, because I would give you credit, but I can't remember. I should have screenshot the name. But she was saying, um, I listened to the episode, so y'all don't have to. Um, she said, oh, wait, what was that? The tea, the two T's in a pot. Anyway, she said, I guess Paige kept alluding to stuff that Hannah's wedding had that Amanda's didn't, but it was kind of like on purpose. Like, like well, you can let tell. Let me tell you this. I listened to, I, I took one for the team and listened to that Call Her Daddy episode. Um, 
with Hannah and Paige. So nobody else had to. And I'm telling when I got done, it took me two days to finish because <laughs> you had to take breaks. I did because I, and me and Raven talked about this from Bitches Better. We were like, the, the fallacy, wow. the lies and the fallacies, okay? Because there are certain things that we saw that y'all cannot, there's no covering it up. Now, Paige, they were, because I feel like they went into that interview trying to rehab um, Hannah's, image. Paige's, Han, Hannah's image, but Hannah and Paige's friendship, because that was around the time when they were like, oh, they just have a business friendship now. Oh, and it okay, was kind of okay. more obvious. Um, and Hannah had just gotten fired. Now, Okay. I don't like when Hannah does these interviews. We're not talking about the fact that Hannah was running amok yeah, on that, podcasts. We are that never talking. She was literally like, no one's talking about that. And Kyle tried to it. say it and they just kind of like tried to shut it down. Okay. Yeah. Did y'all forget? She was running amok on podcasts before the season even started. Started. Before the Girl. season even started. And then all the way through it, it was a mess. Okay. Yeah. And so Paige says, first of all, before the before the episode even started, the host of that show got on and recorded a, an intro. Girl. And she was making some bold claims that Kyle still cheats on Amanda and that production was in it to cover that up and to make them what? look better. Yes. And then the episode starts. Now, baby, let me tell you, as somebody who just kicked somebody out of their wedding not too long ago, when I heard that, I don't think they had had their wedding yet, to be honest. When I heard that, I would literally, I have been said from the start, Paige could not be my bridesmaid. But when I heard that, I would be like, whether you knew that she was recording that or not, I do think you knew something that this was going to go yes. in favor of her and we're not arguing right now. And you're, you can, you have proven yourself to not be able to stay neutral. Oh my like gosh. you have proven yourself to not be able to stay neutral or actually you do like Paige centers herself to side with Hannah, even when she's quiet. And I was going to say, and to me, that's worse to me. Exactly. It, it's so worse. She, they go in to say, like, they start talking about the issues between Hannah and Amanda and like all Paige does, she goes, well, wait a minute. I don't know if I can talk about this because of my contract, because of, and like, when they say Bravo, the homegirl, the host of that show in the beginning, she said, Hey, anytime you guys hear a beep, just know I'm saying Bravo, but we're not technically like, she goes, this oh, is okay. show. but I go, well, honey, I feel like you might have violated something right there because right. you couldn't say it in the recording, but then you recorded a pre-recording. <laughs> anytime there's a beep, we're talking about Bravo, but this is my show and you can't control, they can't control what I say. Da, da, da. I was like- But they did because you beeped it out every time. So they did. On, but then you got on in the beginning and said, right. I, this is what I'm saying. I was like, the, the so math she, is not mathing there. She was trying to get around it by saying, well, I didn't say it with them here. Exactly. Girl. And so that's what Paige, but the only way Paige stopped it was she said, I can't talk about this because See, of my contract. I and like I said, that. well, y'all, I said, y'all weren't, they weren't talking about anything from this upcoming summer. They were talking about the past when Hannah was present too. Yeah. And she couldn't say, you know what, Han you, listen, y'all not get ready to do this. You know, I love Hannah. You know, I love Amanda moving on. Exactly. Anything. But that goes back to certain people won't defend. I know in these comments or I've had, had people DM me about other like uh, non-black people mm -hmm. and say so-and-so and so-and-so. And I'm like, nah, they're really, they, they're not like that. You just, or even in comments when people come from people, but I have noticed that when people are, and not that you need defending, but again, it's things that we know. Yep. Yep. When in these comments, people will say something to trigger you and the non-black people in the room ain't really 
coming to your side like that. Mm-hmm. Now, I just don't want to make it worse. I just, and I'm like, girl, they're like really trying to assassinate my character here. But yeah. okay, cool. I got you. You never got to worry. And that's what goes back to my mom. We just had a conversation. She said, at the end of the day, everything, the reality TV, all goes back to the color of your skin. Yeah. And Absolutely. I refuse to be a per. If just if Garcelle does something messed up, I'm gonna call it out, whether she's black or not, because that's only fair. When it comes to race, if there is a race conversation, and I've been where Garcelle has been, and at that point, you you never have me siding with a white person or a, or a, or a person that's non-black ever. But in a regular fight, of course, we're gonna yeah. be like. Garcelle, you're messed up for what you did because I've said before, it's interesting how last season Garcelle immediately sided with Sutton and not spoke to Crystal to ask Crystal what was, what did Sutton say? Mm -hmm. And I get Garcelle and Sutton were kind of like, almost like the odds and ends left out. So they kind of gravitated to each other. But I ain't, you let Erica Jane on that reunion Oh my God. Talk about you not getting on a plane after you defended her. You're capping for these white women, Garcelle, but you're going to leave the woman of color out here. And that's, that's another thing too. Do you, I find when black lives matter was happening and people were like, Oh my God, I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm your ally. I'm your ally. We're still in the midst of black lives really mattering. Right. When I, I told Zell that I was in a bad accident last week, Somebody smashed into my driver's side door. My car, they shifted directions of my car. My car jumped the curb and I was almost inside the chase building. I've seen Uh, the pictures. So I, and I told you, I got upset with myself because people came running, a white woman came running over. She stopped her car to ask me, was I okay? She can't believe it. Here's my name. Here's my number. If you need any witnesses, black lady came running over. You okay? Here's my name. She said, call 911 call the police I hesitated you know why because I thought they're going to come out here and side with this white man and he hit me and then I'm going to have to fight to prove when it's very clear that I was not at fault I mean so then, and exactly and especially it's I mean that's just that is our day-to-day life yes like really and I don't know about where you live in Baltimore but especially where I live in St. Louis it's bad. You know what I mean? I hesitate to call the police often. If I, well, not that I have to call the police often, but, but if, if, if something happened, because yeah. I've been in situation, like I got swiped, sideswiped by a lady one time forever ago. And they, the way, first of all, she sideswiped me. Okay. The way they were asking me questions, this woman was hooping and hollering. Girl, was, oh, that just happened mind. to my cousin. I was like, never mind. Girl. I was like, never fucking mind. I don't, never mind. I don't even, like, I don't even, you know, I, like, I got pulled over for my place. St. Louis is notorious for, we all have expired plates here. It's the, like, the trying to get them renewed is hell. And it's COVID still, people. It's hell. Like they have, it's just so in like you have city versus county. So I get pulled over for my plates like once every six months. <laughs> and so like I've, every time I've been, every, anytime I get pulled over in general, I always let somebody know immediately getting pulled over. You know what I mean? Because we have to think about those things. Yeah. And we I have just, to, and even, just, like I said earlier, even if my experience is different than another person of color, minority or black person, I'm still, I understand what it's like to be in those shoes. Yep. Now, yep, you yep. And all that's what mom and all the way deny the experience and I can't help you. And, that's I, I, and, that, you. I, and that, I was getting ready to say, we, 
I'm not gonna like for I hated to see that last year. I felt like Garcelle should have been like, yo, what did this white woman say to you? Especially since they were talking. This is my thing. Regarding race. Yes. No, in regarding something that was said to Garcelle. Yes. They were talking yes, about exactly. regarding Garcelle. And Kyle that didn't was say, my thing. I was like, girl. you actually are involved in this. And I get it that Sutton and her are friends and friendly or whatever. But it's just like, I just have such mixed, but but girl, Kyle, is, Kyle is stepping herself into some shit. Because girl, let me tell I don't you. all the way agree. Did you see? She said, I don't know if I'm coming back next season because I had a really rough season. Goodbye. Mama. Do you, all of your castmates have had rough seasons? Right. Kyle is the only one, and that's only when it came to her sister. It wasn't really even directly her. People yep. were not coming for Kyle. Nope. People are finally. And finally, she's been the same. This has been the Kyle all the She hid behind LVP. Finally, yeah. finally coming for Kyle the way that should have. Because when she want to jump all over Sutton, that's really weird to say. First of all, Kyle, you are crying and doing all this stuff. And the you most. were not the one that was robbed. Girl. You were not the one that was robbed, okay? Listen. you Dorit was. And you're sitting here policing everybody else's. And then fucking Erica, she did not say that. Girl, you don't give a fuck about what anybody what? said. Right. Or not. First of all, you're mad you didn't get robbed so you can make a claim. But Girl. also... You don't care. You care that Sutton said it. If Lisa Rinna would have said it, you would have been like, Lisa, oh my God. Yeah, exactly. So shut up. Y'all don't care. Y'all don't care. But my thing with Kyle is you have been the sniper from the side for, what are we on, season 12, 13 with them? Yep. Forever. Yep. And I was so glad when whomever, I wish I could remember who it was exactly, pulled out that clip of of LVP after her brother committed suicide. Yep. And she was a mess. And I think her mom or somebody had just died. And then her mom died. Yeah. She had two back-to-back deaths in her family, yep. in her immediate family. She had said, I've been in London for five days dealing with the funeral. And Kyle said, I've got shit going on too. And that girl. was over a motherfucking dog. And that I, was over girl, a fucking dog. Girl. And who called TMZ? Girl. And, and, that, and, and they would never make it. They, they would never be that concerned about race. Ever. Ever. But yeah, but, but they wouldn't they jumped all over Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy. Girl. And that's why I go back to, I'm always going to have the, especially if it's about race, the back of whomever. But I will say I am tired of people looking for black women to always show up for people too. When we had right off the back of George Floyd, when George Floyd was not new to us, it's new to y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to hoop and holler and repost things. And I, I I got things, but didn't mind again, white woman piling up on a black woman on Salt Lake City anyway. But then even when Stop Asian Hate came out, do you, I was supporting my Asian brothers, sisters 100%, but then somebody said, well, where are all the black people? I know you didn't. I know you didn't say, where are we? Did you see, and I'm gonna post it on my page today. And I'm I, by the time this comes out, it'll be posted. Um, I was gonna put, clearly she's a Stassi fan. She is online talking about how, why are black women not sharing their resources when it comes to abortions? Because basically we get ours you know, at a higher rate and, um, they, and they fought so long for this why are they not coming out and speaking up? And girl, this white man cleared her and said, so you just admitted that you watched black women struggle and fight for this while you sat on the sidelines and now you want to turn around and reap the benefit from them. 
Exactly. Because I'm so tired of it. First of all, as someone who has had an abortion, it is not an easy Mm. thing to, I, now people in my life, especially like I've had uh, being a restaurant manager, I've had girls come to me in confidence Mm -hmm. and ask me about things and stuff like that. And I absolutely am a hundred percent transparent with them. That's a one-on-one thing saying on a grand scale right for everybody to see i posted a tiktok and my one of my family members took it the wrong way and called my mama and it was a whole thing girl I yes fully say that i am willing to be like this is your resource this is your resource this is your resource right because it is still a sore subject yes. sometimes and honestly what what you just why are you looking and well, exactly this, this everybody's is always this is looking so for- layered because uh. you just do you know a black woman that has had a, an abortion? Whoever wrote that? If you do, maybe talk to them. Oh, girl, she it, said it on a video. Yeah, because why are you saying black women need to share their resources? Girl. First of all, I had to figure that out by myself. And I'm not saying everybody else should have to. That's not what I'm saying. But you want us to do the work. You want us. You watch been, us. Okay, on a grand scale. If you know somebody who has had an abortion and you, a black person, a black woman, and you say, hey, do you feel comfortable sharing these resources? That's how that conversation should go. Not, why are you not sharing your resources? You want because us down to the also, road versus Wade. Also, I live in Missouri. And that is, let wow. me yeah, yeah, I live in Missouri. Yeah. I had to go to a different state to get one. Thankfully, that state is only 20 minutes away to cross the border. But, but still. But when I was in the situation that I was in, and it was like, kind of, it was an emergency. I was like, I thought that I, I was ignorant. I thought I could just call up a Planned Parenthood and be like, what was it, 2017, 18? I thought, and they were like, oh no, only two clinics in Missouri wow. will get, will operate abortions. Two. And they are just, for so everyone's clear, they're nowhere near me in the biggest metropolitan city wow. in St. Louis. They are nowhere near me. I would have had to drive two hours to get one in Missouri. Now, thankfully, thankfully, again, I live bordering Illinois. Okay. And that's right. Yeah. Yes. However, because of that, because there are not a lot around this area, I had to wait almost two and a half, three weeks before I could get, yep. They are so backed up or drive to Chicago, which is like almost five hours away from me. But that is what's happening because even though, yes, I'm fortunate enough to be I still had to wait because of the lack of resources in this state and and to expect black women to fight when already when when I talked about at the beginning of this when we say you know I I I get I fully understand why non-black people don't get stuff about us Mm -hmm. what I do not what I won't tolerate is when I tell you you tell me but oh no it's not shut up Mm-hmm. Because I'm not expecting you to get it, and I don't think you're racist because you don't get but it. But in the same sense, don't try and argue with me. Don't That's what argue. With me. Listen, somebody was a uh, girl. It, uh, same so, thing with Will Smith, like Will Smith and Chris. Girl, Rock. sit listen, down. I if you're not black, mom, stay out of it. I did. I said this is a level ten Negro matter. Okay, everybody else. If everybody you else, it, be if quiet. You get it, Okay, because have you noticed, black people? We don't get it. We don't get into other cultures' businesses. We'd be like, that's their business. We don't get into, it's not our voices that are arguing like with Palestine, Israel, and even the Stop Asian Hate, we support it, but we weren't like telling them what they should do. 
but it's very easy for them to turn around and tell us what and, we should exactly. And, shouldn't and with do. my thing, what I was going to say earlier, a lot of stuff with like Ukraine and Palestine. Girl. Matters, I'm not going to lie. I don't quite understand Me. all of the dynamic dynamics. Listen, Therefore, because I'm not a history person, I'm not like I, I, there are just some things that I'm not privy to. I'm not educated same, enough same. to speak on them on a grand scale. Same. So what I spend my time doing is listening Me and too. actually listening and learning and using the resources that multiple Girl. people provide so That's, I can I read same. up. That's I have somebody come on my podcast and somebody. talk about it. That's my thing with people. And that's the same thing with people supporting Black Lives Matter. Don't post a black square and fully say, oh my God, I did not know that XYZ, XYZ, XYZ. Can, where can I find? Because I teeter the line where I'm like, I'm not educating. I'm not educating. And sometimes <laughs> I do, I will. I'll be like, actually XYZ. But if there, I have a friend who runs a blog who he is, he is great at educating so amazing at it. I will point people in his direction yep. all the time because he is amazing at it. I'm going to, and he gives you the grand scheme of things Yeah, way grander than sometimes I even can, because a lot of times when I educate, I'm talking about me. All right. You he's know what? Yes. And we say in my experience, yeah. yeah, he's amazing at opening the doors and, you know, talking about that, but that's my thing. Sometimes when people, and when it comes to like, I did, I know I personally didn't post a lot about Buffalo because that shit really, I don't think people understand how, how like, girl. I go to the grocery store all the time. Girl, I girl, cannot, girl. I, like, I, you, and you really like think about it. Obviously, those people didn't think about it either, but it's like we're shocked, but we're not at the same time. Think about like, what happened with, with Dylan Roof, what he did. They shot black, sat in, and they talk about black people so bad. Black people are some of them. Let me tell you. If we were as horrible as people think we are, we would be out for revenge, but we're not. So when people ask me for great grace, been giving you grace, Dylan Roof sat with black people who walked him, welcomed him into that church. And then he turned around and shot him up. Mm -hmm. And then you have this white man that shot black people up. And then there were white people online saying, well, thank God they didn't kill him, bringing him in. I wouldn't have cared if they called him in a body bag, would not have cared. No, Would not and, care. you know, well, I have to bring this back to Summer House too, because speaking of racism, I forgot at the end of that reunion or in that reunion, Andy said, you know, why don't you say anything or Kyle, maybe Kyle said it. Why don't you say anything when these people say, you know, like uh, Alex was talking about the Jackie Chan comments Girl. and Maya and Sierra, or Maya said people mistake her for Sierra's sister all the time. First of all, those two women don't look alike. Nothing Secondly, alike secondly they're like and they're all of their responses where it happened so often it's not worth bringing up well mm, i was like mm, but you live here you live here okay i know they don't pay the bills but like your stuff resides here yeah. you don't get to come into my space a space that is mine because I'm a cast member on this TV show. I live at this house mm -hmm. and call me Jackie Chan, assume I'm somebody's sister or oh. the help. And my roommates are not going to know about it because I feel, and again, just me, I can't brush shit off like that. It's going for my whole day. I'm not going to be able to drink no motherfucking lover boy. I'm not going to because- And I don't want to be around y'all now. And let me tell you what's going to happen. If I keep drinking and yeah. I have ignored somebody, I'm spray painting everybody. And they're going to be like, <laughs> How did we get here? And I wish they had really been honest, though, because you know some of that was they wanted to say, 
because I would be fighting the battle on my own once again, and y'all wouldn't be as vocal. Remember when last season, when Kathy Hilton made the comment, peeping Tom and Sutton turned all her anger on Crystal, nobody said a word. Nobody said, yo, wait a minute, Sutton, that, that wasn't Crystal. And people like, feel like this, I don't need anybody that's being my friend telling me an ally, being passive aggressive about something that leads back to race. Either don't say nothing at all mm-hmm. or stand 10 toes in it, like my girl Hannah did in New Orleans. Uh, yes. Now, let me ask you this because, and this, we're going to have to wrap up on this. Okay. Kathy Hilton. Girl. We still haven't gotten to that point. And to so be why honest, is folks it surprised? Is, it is, thank you, Taria. I said this on my stories the other day. We I said, when, when the whole Patrick thing, who, if that's even Girl. that man's name, whoever, Girl. when all that shit started coming out, I have a theory. Okay. And one of my followers actually said this to me, and this isn't necessarily my theory, but I do want to pass along because I thought it was interesting. Okay. They said that they think that they don't think Kathy said that around Lisa. They think that she said it around Kyle and Kyle gave Lisa the information. And I said, hold on now. I think that I could see that. I could see that. However, see, this is my point too. with the whole Patrick thing. But before you say that, can you go back to, can I, do, okay, you saying that makes sense because remember, someone on the cast allegedly said, uh, that's why Black people shouldn't be on the cast. And they said, mm-hmm. Kathy is the one that went back and told Garcelle. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, and that's what I don't like. It's like, now y'all playing with race and stuff. This ain't cute. Now. Let me say, because I do believe that Lisa Rinna said, this isn't that type of show. And whether- I believe she she, said it too. Whether she meant it like that, and y'all can't see, but I'm using air quotes. Whether she meant it like that, this is what it is. When you tell me not to talk about race, my race, who I am, because it's not that type of show, that's racist. Hello. That's fucking racist. Well, can you make it not not this type of life for me too? So everywhere else- We're supposed to be having fun. Well, y'all got real homophobic the season before that, talking about whether or not Denise fucked uh, Randy. That that wasn't fun. It is baffling to me. Again, like we said, certain of these customers don't get caught. That whole conversation was homophobic because they're like, well, why, why why is Denise lying about it? It doesn't matter. I, as far as I know, Denise Richards has never openly talked about her sexuality being anything other than straight because she's been married to men. Maybe she's not ready for that. She has teenage children. And was in a custody battle at that point. Exactly. That may be dealing with, you know, we don't know, maybe dealing with their own X, Y, Z. I don't, that whole conversation surrounding that, them holding her feet to a fire, whether she fucked a woman or not, because I really do believe it doesn't matter that it was Brandy Glanville. It could have been any woman. Yeah. It could have been any woman. That was a completely homophobic storyline. So to go to this oh it's not that type of show and that's what people don't get y'all are ignorant as fuck but my point with kathy is if kathy did say the f word i would not be shocked have y'all ever looked into or heard anything about their mom girl like the woman pimped her children out first and foremost kathy was dating a jackson brother okay Mm -hmm. and she made or they were, the Jacksons were considered okay. 
because they, they will accept rich black people. But she still made her break up with uh was which one was it? Girl, I'm which to, one? It was one of the Jackson brothers. Jermaine, Come I think. On. No, no, not Jermaine. Well, I'm one of them always look. liked white women anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look. Well, all of them. But anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's, but, you know that's true. No, look, the first wife always seems to be black, and then when they get famous, okay. Uh huh. So like they, it was that's a known fact that she, Big Kathy, made Little Kathy break up with the Jackson that she was dating, but they were fine to be friends with. They were Child. fine to be friends with. There are confirmed reports of that woman being a racist. Kyle has even said, "My mom didn't do everything right. Like she definitely had a way." I cannot. And I can't stand when it's like, do you understand when people, when y'all say that stuff and when y'all support these kind of people, how that looks to us as black people. And I get it. That's your mama. Okay. That's your mama. And y'all got really weird daddy dynamics. Yes. Okay. Like really weird. Cause Kathy has a different dad than Kim and Kyle. Yes. Kim and Kyle's dad got really sick. It's a whole, a whole ass mess. But then it's like, stand up for Crystal. Then you should know, like, like if you want to be better, right. Mm Mm-hmm. Girl, and so I'm just like, of course, I would not be surprised she said that Paris Hilton has been videotaping saying the N word, right? Right, okay. They say that's a big reason that her and Paris fell out in the first place. And to be honest, Paris Hilton still has not come out and said, Hey, I know that video of me exists, or has not, you know. And I hate when they say this, but still, I hate when they say I was young because, like, us, girl, I'm 30, every that's always been, that's never been. Yeah, that's, movie. yeah. <laughs> We've been taught about being black in this world since we were little. Okay, and that's so, never, in the 30 years that I've been alive, calling someone the N-word or a white person saying the N-word, that's never been free-flowing. That's never <laughs> been, uh, okay? That has <laughs> never been. And a newsflash, newsflash for people. Even when it was said back in the 60s, 50s, 60, 40, 50s, 60s, it still hurt us. Yes. It still hurt us. It just that we didn't, we weren't as comfortable being saying, hey, don't say that. You cannot Girl. say that around me. That it always hurt. Okay. Yeah. It always was. And then for y'all to jump in our comment section telling us, well, we shouldn't use the word. That's another. Now, I'm making an announcement. You don't get to tell us what we cannot use all of us don't use it no some of us do use it i used it earlier today not a word i always use but lately listen my bible's by my bed i've i've legitimately had to like i said take myself away and really for me the bible the word prank that's what centers me because i'm telling y'all the stuff that i've seen and i just feel like there's no way i'm 45 years old there's no way my kids should be singing. Well, my kids are coming home telling me about the stuff they experienced in school. My son goes to Chapman University and still up the, in Orange County and you're seeing surrounded by all of this whiteness and they look at you like something different. When my daughter, who is absolutely gorgeous, we're talking about skin color and how the boys prefer lighter women and lighter, lighter girls are treated so much differently. Like, don't tell me anything about a word that I can't say in my community. Mm-hmm. Don't tell it. Like you said, I don't, do I say it, say it every day? No, but sometimes I do. Yeah. I, okay. Like I said, I said it It's today. not a normal thing, no. but sometimes I do. All right. Mm-hmm. And because I can, that, all right. Because I can, and don't question me. And I'm going to tell you something. 
I beg of you, if you are black and don't feel like we should use that, can we save that for the kitchen table? Because we don't need to have that discussion. Well, I think it's, I, I understand black people who don't say the word. Me too, me too. Understand. But I'm never going to say that in front of say the word. mixed company. Exactly. You know say that I mean? again. I understand black people who want to say the words. You know what same, I mean? Same, same. But, but like you said, save that for the kitchen table. I'm not having that talk in front of mixed company because, because what it does is it makes them latch on to oh, well, my black friend over there said that it's not okay. And they take that and apply it to every single black person in a walk of life. That's not how this should go. As we know, I don't agree with nothing Candace Owens got to say. Nothing, nothing. nothing. But the- we have something in common. We're both black women. Yes, and they all, and people that don't look like us point to her to be the voice for all black people. We're not, wow. which goes back to how we started. I really wish Danielle and Sierra had that conversation. I understand, like you said, Danielle probably, if, if she was feeling that way, I wish that was a conversation that they didn't have on camera because think, it looks messy. I think that they are both, both Danielle and Sierra are so used to being in primarily white spaces, mm-hmm. but then also the fact that they are two different races. Yeah, I wish they had a talk you, about it. You know it. what I mean? Because like we said earlier, there are things that they can agree on. Yes. And- there are also things that are different. Danielle's experience as a Latinx woman and Sierra's experience as a black woman mm-hmm. I just think that they they could have had the conversation but at the end of the day the, their spirits don't align that's true that's true okay and but I mean if I felt do not align I they're truly not friends. felt that we like you're coming at me because of who I am or you're saying that I ex- excluded you for x y and z I would really want you to have that conversation because I would never want another minority to think that I was purposely trying mm-hmm. to do that. So I I just wish, again, off camera, they had that just for the sake of not even being friends, but for me, but then again, Sierra's, you know, young and maybe Danielle, I don't know. But I just feel like I would never want another race to think that I'm purposely excluding your race. And I could have explained what I meant by that. You know what I mean? Because now, like I said, now there were white people online all talking about that conversation. I'm like, y'all don't really have nothing to do with this conversation at all. And and let me tell you this, there have been times when people have offended me racially and I still, to this day, people will be like, well, that's not how you talk about things. Let me tell you something. When you offend me as a black woman, sometimes you might get bitch, fuck you. And sometimes you might get me saying, explaining to you why X, Y, Z. It's a gamble. We don't owe you nothing. It's a gamble. We'll see where the dice lay, okay? (laughs) That day. We will see where the dice lay that day. It is my right. When when I tell you, you fucking offended me as a black woman. You offended me. You offended me. And you don't get to police how I express that offense. When you look at Katanji Brown and her confirmation hearings and why so many black women couldn't get through that. That is what it feels. And I saw some, even so many white women and women of color saying, I can't believe they're questioning her like that. Understand when we're talking about our point of view and y'all come back at us, well, it's not really like, or I've had non-black people say, well, I don't really think, I don't care. I'm telling you about my experience. You would never quote statistics if a woman said, I've just been sexually assaulted. And a million, my first thought is, Oh my gosh, who are we going to call? What do we need to do? Hugging her, do you want to talk? Not, well, statistically speaking, 1% lie. But that's what y'all do to us. Like, well, statistically speaking, I'm just asking y'all, when you say you want to be an ally, sometimes allyship means solidarity 
in silence. Yep. Allies don't always speak. There are times, again, like our good girlfriend, Hannah, how she spoke up. But there are times when you can just be silent and recognize the biases. One thing about Bravo, it's made, I think it's made some people more aware of their bias. Zell and I had an experience of a white woman bringing up, we brought up Faith and Stassi and how we are tired of seeing people all hail this white woman who has yet to apologize. And a white woman came in the comments and said, well, Faith slept with Jax near an older woman and thought that provided context. And this same white woman, I told, and the same white woman, and I said it in the comments, when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, came in my inbox and said, I have black family, code for some of her white people marry somebody black. I have black family and I support your community. But how can we ever come and support your community when Will Smith does something like this and makes all of y'all look bad? The fact that she used Will Smith as a representation for all black people tells me to she's say, not see, as they're violent. See, they're she's violent. Not as you know as how many as she thinks she is. Do you know how many tables I've seen Teresa Judice with? Thank she's you. Thrown. Like I have seen white folks throw things in just the same. And so your support of us is contingent upon respectability politics. Okay. We're not here for that. Listen, that was one of those times when I was like, Giselle, you're tired. But you're not too tired. For I this. was going to say, and when, when me and you were talking, you know, I was like, oh, girl, I'm it was almost like I pictured us double dutching. Giselle moved. Let me get in. Let me get in. Let me get in. Because <laughs> that whole conversation was so. It was. So, and then she had other people because, telling her. Because she, it was taken from, I know that Stasi shouldn't have said this. But Faith shouldn't have fucked Jax. No, Jax shouldn't have fucked Faith, just so we're clear. Okay. Jax <laughs> was the one in the relationship. Then to, I have, a, because the person said they have a special, somebody with special needs in their family, to, I would be upset. I said, first of all, Faith was at work with an elderly person. If that family has not spoken up and said, we're really upset that she had sex next to our unconscious family member, right. what's going to say about that? Okay. Right. If there is actual elder abuse that happens, just so we're clear. There are literally like people who are physically abusing people in elderly care. Would I have sex next to an unconscious person in general, but especially an elder person when I'm supposed to be caring for them? No, I wouldn't. But I've <laughs> plenty of people that have gotten a groove on in play at church. Okay. Girl, yes. In, in cemeteries. Yes, I have known yes. some people to do something. I have got my groove on places that were not the bed. Okay. So Me just too. so we're clear. That's not, I'm not going to bring in, oh, well, right. you shouldn't be doing that there, da, 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 that does That's not, not even what we're talking not, about. That's not a reason to call the police on me for having sex somewhere and that you prefer me not to. Girl, I like that, I was just like, when but I was reading that comment, that first comment, I said, oh, here we go. Here we go. It's like um, always something. I was, and then my thing is the not stopping yes me and you our first two comments really were like we laid it all out there it was like period but i've had that i had like i was telling you with my bachelorette party when i had to have a conversation with somebody my friend was there well they were both supposed to be my friends but whatever right was there and he was witnessing and he said giselle there were so many fucking times that after you said something it was like bam period we're done there's no coming back from this and the other person was like well blah, blah. i was like 
Girl. Jesus. Some people are so committed because I cannot imagine being that loud and that wrong. Me girl, yeah. <laughs> because I don't have because I don't have the privilege to. I don't have girl. the privilege to be that loud and that wrong. Nope. And to keep going, keep going when it's like, okay, they've literally picked apart every single thing that I said and, that proven said. and disproven it. And how about you know what? You're absolutely right. I wasn't even considering that because I've had to do that before mm-hmm. many times. Yeah. I've literally had to, hell, I wrote an email when I was hot, a work email the other day, and I got something wrong in it. And I said, well, damn, that part wasn't right, but the rest of it was. I said, okay, I was wrong on that. And it was a very minor, minor part. But of course, as people do with us, that was a very minor part in the the scheme of the fucking inappropriate email that came into my work email box. I literally, I was one little thing that was off. And they were like, that's not right. I was like, okay. (laughs) that let's delete that part you're right i was mistaken on that part however but all of this everything else i said you want to did you want to comment on it no you just want to focus on the one tiny part that was off not even wrong off (laughs) it's like the world has told black women that we don't matter from the black girl that went on the date with the white guy and she was found dead and they didn't, you know, the police didn't notify her family, the mom, the landlord posted on her door. If you're inquiring yep. about so-and-so call this number. And the detective told the mother, stop bothering me. And now Cardi B had to tweet about it. Mm-hmm. And I hope she sues them all to the cops. Um, last year that were the, the black, the little black girl that was killed and her name was Fanta, I believe. And they were on a zoom call, but, and then a couple of them stayed on making fun of the little girl's yep. name. Oh, yeah. Talking about them. So it's like, we are really trying to stay above water. Mm-hmm. But when the world is telling water you- Water right here. Right, right here. here. You don't matter. You're not this. You're not that. When you got some of your own that are that carry anti-Blackness in them, it's like the world, it's not just about being- Someone said they don't believe Paige is racist. And and another person commented and said, I don't think she is either, but she's not anti-Black. I mean, she's not anti-racist. And that's the problem. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't. I think there's an umbrella. I think that a lot of people, and we're going to have to end on this. I think that a lot of people, when you, we've had this conversation before, when you say racist, they get Yes, perks up and they're thinking a lot of people's idea of racism is still from back in the day protesting you know uh defending segregation and trying to keep water fountains separate and stuff like that that's not what it is just like life has evolved racism Mm. has evolved and people have gotten a way to be sneakier about it and microaggressive about it and that's what i think i think Paige upholds microaggressive values and I think she upholds systemic racist values that she probably doesn't know because of the way she grew up. And she thinks the way yep. she grew up was right. Right. Guess what? We all do for the most part. For the most part, most people right. think the way they grew up was correct. And we're not supposed people, to holler and fuss at our kids because they didn't. <laughs> you know, some people do the work to unlearning that. But once yes. you unlearn something, you have to learn something else. Mm. once you unlearn something you have to unlearn something else so yes i learned this is wrong That's good. but what is right 
That's good, right. You know what I mean? So I think that that. she doesn't have a problem with how she grew up because it's always benefited her. And that's fine. It can, it's always benefited her. But my thing with Paige is who has it not benefited? Paige and Mm. Anna work for Betches, the Betches, uh, and they have both said, I've heard them both say that that was a toxic work environment for them. I follow Betches. Now, let me tell you, when they make their videos and everything, I pay attention. I don't see a lot of Black people in there. So just so you know, I was approached about, and I'm just going, I'm, I'm going to put it out there, about, um, you know, my podcast being like on the network and everything. And, you know, one person was in full agreement and pretty much offered everything to me at the same time. But then they had a meeting and they didn't have the bandwidth. So if you mean bandwidth as in like, I don't know the bandwidth that podcast hold, I record in my home. Right. So I don't think that's what you meant. So it's interesting that you say that. It was all around um, right after George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Well, well, actually it was last year, but it wasn't quite a year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when they wanted a black voice, but mine was too black. And I said, well, I refuse to water it down. So yeah. And they so didn't come out and say that. So it's interesting that you said that. Exactly. And I find it funny because, you know, that is, they, they have said, oh, that's a toxic workspace. And I'm sure people would be willing to be like, how was it toxic? Yes. But when you say that, I don't think anybody's going to hop on that and say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, again, I follow them. I do watch their store or I see when, and that's what I picked up. That's what I picked up. I said, y'all ain't got a lot of black people up in there. Sure don't. And I get it. The black people that they do have, I get it. It could be, okay, I'm going to get in this door and try and open it for other people because I have been that person before. Me too. I have been like, I'm going to get this in here and try and open it for other people. But then when you try to open it, they they close it when they want to. And then they'll open it back up for you a little bit and then close it when they want to again. And then try to try to put, then, then you also get a target on your back for, so yeah, it's so interesting that you said that, but yeah, that's, 100 mm-hmm. but all righty taria thank you so much for coming on today and having this amazing conversation with us please tell the people where they can find you well first of all thank you for having me on um we will be continuing this conversation on my podcast um zell didn't know it until i just said it but if, then again <laughs> of course she knew it because we've been trying to do this for forever so and congratulations again on your wedding um, thank you 24 you. days <laughs> oh my god okay well if you need days. any um if you need any libation support, let me know so I can contribute by cash app. Everybody, I think we all should like cash app and celebrate Zell for her wedding because I know she's under a lot of stress right now. A so, lot. Um, what's, uh, text me your cash app and um, and say it on here so we can uh, support um, you. So my cash app is dollar sign, of course, Adira, A-D-E-R-A, Giselle, G-I-S-E-L-L-E, B-R-O-O-K-S. And then my Venmo is at Zell, S-E-L-L-E dash Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S. Yes, honey, please. And I'm going send you some money because I feel like you need like that one that you, you and your fiance can have a glass and just chill. So oh I'm my gosh. It's but I'm going to need you to, to text that to me because my kids don't work as fast and my thumbs don't work as fast as my kids. <laughs> but anyway, so y'all, we have to support our Zell. We love her. She shouldn't be stressed at this time. She should be enjoying all of this. Um, you can find me at Wego W E I G O podcast on Instagram, Twitter. I'm going to do a podcast episode. Oh, and I have Patreon, patreon.com slash we go podcast. Thank you to all my subscribers who stick with me through my Russia content. No content. Life is, um, been a journey. So thank you all so much. Um, come find me and Zell's going to be on my podcast. 
I glitched in the middle of that and couldn't remember. I was like, where am I? <laughs> uh, and yes, to everyone who listens, thank you for my supporting my, you know, hiatus um, as I deal with a lot of stuff called life. Um, I will do a catching up episode yes. here in a little bit um, and kind of fill you guys in as much as I can on some things. Taria knows the ins and outs of it behind the scenes. There's some things I can't talk about, but I will do a catching up and I am going to be um, revamping this podcast. It is going to be, you know, we're still going to talk about the mess. We're still going to talk about reality TV, but I do want to get into more real conversation. So please look out for that. The launch, y'all know me. I'm probably just going to launch it one day. (laughs) Countdown, not nothing. Y'all going to open Instagram and be like, oh my God. Like lemonade. Yes, look out for that. Follow me on Instagram at who asked me podcast. And yeah, I will talk to y'all later.